0: Be smart about Watch your where you're going. If your face is greasy, just wipe it up. Don't use paper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if your face is greasy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
0: Hello, everybody. This is the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known
2: as the Trailcast. I'm your host, Levi Blackigo, and we are going to go on an adventure. So lace up them shoes, grease up those nipples, and put some band-aids on those ass cheeks, and let's talk running. Trail running. The Gas
0: Cap Running podcast. Trailcast.
1: All right. Welcome to the show. Have me and um, Scott here. Hello. What's up, Scott. Not much. What are you doing? Um, just here for the
0: ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where have I heard that before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somewhere very uh, recent.
1: So, Levi is still on um, lockdown. Yep. So, I,
0: so I'm So i going to be Levi today. Uh, I'm filling in for him. Um, we'll see how it goes.
1: And you have the hair to
0: match. Got you your ponytail? I don't have my wig, ponytail, man bun. <laughs>
1: sexy man bun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sexy man bun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that Corona stuff is pretty serious, and um, he's staying safe. He's taking it serious. Yeah, that's good. And he, um, he's actually at his house. I went over there and I sat outside. We just visited for a while through the window. No, he, <laughs> didn't you you, see he was in picture? the window. He <laughs> was in the window, and you were outside. He's in that teepee.
0: In the teepee, Breach cloth too, right?
1: Yeah, did you see it? Him and they took a picture in that teepee. Mm-mm. That's their house. Oh. That's their house. Li- <laughs> live in that thing. I can hear all sorts of laughter coming through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only teepee that has a flat screen. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, um, but yeah, that Corona stuff, uh, I guess he's playing it safe. The um, I, I liked what G said about it. About the coronavirus.
0: Oh, yeah, that you could still run and whatnot?
1: Oh, he just said, don't confuse our humor with a lack of concern. Oh. We are concerned, but we like to laugh about everything anyway. Yep, that's true. So we've been laughing through hard times for forever.
0: I feel like a lot of the movies growing up that I watched in the 90s are like, have prepared me for this. (laughs) Demolition Man. (laughs) Remember the (laughs) way they handshake? They They don't even touch hands. They stop right before their hands, and then they're like, Really? Do the wash on.
1: Well, I went wave. to I went to the basketball game and tried to shake someone's hand and he wouldn't, and I tried to fist bump and he wouldn't. He gave me like an elbow bump. Yeah, <laughs> no lie. Yeah,
0: I saw I saw a, a prior person from uh, at Target. It was probably and, the same one. And then uh, he he was walking <clears throat> by, and I said, "Hey, how's it going? Good to see you." And then he he stuck his hand out like he was gonna shake my hand, but then he was like, instantly closed his fist and he was like, "Oh, I'll give you a fist bump." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to get your prior germs and you laughed.
1: Prior germs? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. The uh I think I were pretty much immune. We Maybe. used to share share bubble gum with everybody. Mhm. Yep, share pops. Eat dirt. <laughs> <laughs> eat worms. Still eat dirt, Oog, yeah. Oh I st- yeah. I still yeah, eat that's dirt. That's true, yeah. Eat dirt. <laughs> well, yeah. I've been on um I've been on a roll. I've been watching all sorts of movies to prepare me. I watched Contagion, Outbreak, Outbreak. Uh, 12 Monkeys, Space Jam, World War Z, Space Jam. Space Jam?
0: Yeah. Remember in Space Jam, they have that uh, shutdown where they they think that the aliens are viruses.
1: You mean because they shut down down the the NBA?
0: NBA. They shut down the NBA in Space Jam? (coughs) That's weird. Because those aliens took their powers and then they think that... They have uh, some kind of virus. You never watch that? I'm
1: I'm too old for oh, Space Jam.
0: Oh, and it has Jordan in there. I would think <laughs> you of all people would watch that. I don't know. <clears throat> if you I've, haven't I've, watched Space Jam, please go ahead and watch Space Jam. I feel like it is very similar to what's going on
1: right now. I don't recommend it. Oh. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> don't it's really short. I it's recommend only like, the one with Shaquille O'Neal too then. Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't watch uh, that's that. A good one but yeah, did you run today? Me, I yeah. did. I ran, I
0: ran. I uh, ran my fastest ten k today.
1: I ran out. I just did gas cap nine miles, and there's a lot of people out there.
0: There is. I drove by just now, and there was about five different cars there. I seen Manny. He was there. And yesterday too, when I ran over there, there was quite a bit. Punky was there. And I oh, got yeah. to see Punky running up, and then I was chasing him. I was chasing him, and then he got to the top before me. But then I could see him, and um, he was kneeling down praying on the cross. So I thought that was cool to be able to see that, see him do that. You know, I'm sure he That's does a that giant
1: cross. How I'm you, sure,
0: I'm sure he, I'm sure he does that all the time. But to get to see it was like
1: I can't even wrap my
0: arms around that cross. It's so huge. he was kneeling down, putting his hand on it. It was cool. It was awesome. It was awesome to see.
1: Huh? Yeah, I've seen many. His crew, and then um, Wyatt and Thea, mm-hmm. they were running up towards there, and there's no school right now for two weeks, so I thought the kids would all be at home, but of course Everybody's they were out. running Everybody's around town, courts. riding Shetlands and riding bareback. And Playing basketball. It's like an early summer. Yep.
0: Well, I think... Um, what about you? Did you run today? Yep. How far did you go today? Nine. Nine? How far? Oh, man. That's... I a gas cap?
1: Niner. Yep. Dang. Beast. It was all right. And um, Matt, our guest today is going to be here, so I made sure to hustle back. Our guest today, we have Matt the Monster Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy he's going to be here with us. So. Yep. Shall we welcome him? Yes, that's, that's, I think he's here. All right. All right. We have Matt the Monster Rock. Wait, I can do the intro music? I don't know how to do that. Go ahead, sing it. Uh, da,
0: da, 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 All
2: right. I was hoping for some singing. Yeah. I, I can't hold the tune in a bucket, so. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, guys. No, I appreciate the invite. I, I came rolling in here on my bubble today, so uh, that's I, my preparation. I need a bubble? COVID-19, the bubble boy. I'm the bubble boy. <laughs> <laughs> I see Scott's, Scott's got Scott himself about. prepared with, like, yeah. four pre-peeled, uh, Cuties, cutie oranges over there. it's yeah. cute, Scott. <laughs> it's real cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this this is awesome, guys. I appreciate the invite. Um, talking to my brothers here out east, and um, I just love trail running. And so, any chance to chat trail running for an hour or so, it's I'm going to jump at the chance. So, thank you. Right on. Glad you're here.
1: Yeah the the first time I I met you, Matt, was in Waynes Run. I think, um. Uh, you might have came down with um, Wombolt.
2: Was it? Um, it's the ten the the mile one. Like okay. Three year years year ago. What What did you call it again? The Wayans. Oh no,
1: Wayne. Not if it puts it on. Oh, Wayne's
2: Wayne's Run. Yeah. Um, the, the, the the Little Bighorn, little Bighorn Challenge, ten yeah, mile challenge. Yeah, challenge.
1: Bighorn, ten mile challenge. Yeah, I yep.
2: think so. And then I I remember talking to you on the bus on the way up to yep. the Bighorn. That yeah, we sat by each other
1: in the two years ago maybe.
2: Yep. Yep. So yeah, I, I can't remember how I got familiar with the uh, little bighorn trail run challenge but um when i did it the first time i i loved it it was just a, a blast and so i tried to come back every year but i, I heard they didn't do it last year
1: no uh, for some reason they i think they had permitting reasons they had okay. a new superintendent of the park and okay new guys are always um afraid to try things
0: Yep. So that's the first time I met you too and you I should, should do that you might turn it down again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, new guy. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So that's the first time I met you there too at the Little uh ten mile challenge and you were destroyed us.
2: Is that right? You, well I took second. I took second. You okay. Were, so if if it's the same race that I remember when I met uh-huh. you guys, um they kind of did a portion, most of it was on asphalt yeah. on the road, and then yep. they did a portion that kind of dropped into the canyon towards yep. the river, Yep. and then we popped back out, and we didn't do that portion on the way back. Nope. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of wish the whole 10 miles would have been on that trail, because I yep. was just it was, dropping into those canyons, just hooting and hollering through yep, the Yeah, yep. so that's,
0: that's in my backyard, so like I can nice. I run across the river, and I run on a lot of those trails, and it, it's, it is pretty nice.
2: Nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice to be oh there. that's a blast. I love that stuff.
1: So how did you get into running?
2: Oh gosh. Um you know, I have I've always been into sports. You uh-huh. know, in high school and even before high school I was into team sports, baseball, football, stuff like that. So uh I was I guess you could say I was always on the faster end. Of uh, the spectrum, when it came to sprinting to first base or whatever, I, I was always in the running positions in football, uh-huh. and um, I really didn't get into competitive running until after high school. Oh, really? But I wasn't good. I wasn't fast. When I was 19 years old, I remember doing my first race, uh-huh. and it was called uh, the the Bear Run. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, one? yeah. Yep. So this was back. Yeah, this was back when they did the run down at the bottom of the rock Creek campground and you just ran 8.4 miles straight uphill and it was an all uphill race no downhill and from start to finish and I remember when I was 19 years old I thought I was going to be pretty good at this race yeah and about halfway through I felt like I was going to die and I remember I'm just going to push through this and get through it and then try to get better after that and um a lady probably in her mid fifties to early sixties passed me (laughs) about two thirds into the race. So I was a little bit humbled by that. Um, So I think it just kind of sparked a fire from that point to try to get better. (laughs) So, but it was, it was fun. So that was
1: was your first race.
2: That was my, I would say my first competitive race when I kind of just got my, my first taste of competition and I loved it. And so every year after that, I would get on my treadmill, and I would literally, to train for this thing, I would run 8.4 miles on my treadmill every day. I have no knowledge about training, nothing. And so I would just run the race distance over and over and over again. <laughs> and so that's kind of my taste of training and when I first got into just learning about competitive uh, running.
1: Hmm. That's pretty cool.
2: It is pretty cool. I, a lot of people I've noticed
0: too – in I guess what they would i'm gonna do quotation marks with my fingers uh flatlanders sh- trained specifically on treadmills for mountain races,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: and that I in- think that's crazy i mean it takes it takes a certain kind of person to do that because to be in one stuck in one place for a set amount of hours minutes um miles is. Is tough because like, I mean, we talked about running on a treadmill before and it's like, it's tough. It is hard. Hence the name dreadmill.
2: Dreadmill. And yeah, it's boring. You don't have any new scenery. Uh, There's no air flowing at you. So it's just, it's just kind of a dread. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's a good word for it. And they, I mean, they make treadmills a lot better now Mm -hmm. to where you can actually get a pretty good incline or even decline to work on certain things, but I think you guys are a lot like me, where if you can go outside, you're going to go outside, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's snow or cold. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do and uh, get it done. You know, well, What about you, Jason? What's that? Do you like the treadmill? No, I
1: don't <laughs> like the treadmill. I've tried it and I'm pretty impressed with people who can do that. But yeah. I need to be outside.
2: So you said you did competitive <laughs> running. Did tough. you Did you do any collegiate running? No, nothing like that. Um I went to college for a couple of years and I realized um what I wanted to do was something with my hands, yeah. so i was I was just wasting money. I thought uh-huh. going to school for something I probably wasn't gonna use um If I really put my mind to it i mean i'm I'm one to say you can do whatever you put your mind to and get it done. My mind was not into it, and so I called it short about halfway through and uh, just started working construction. And I love what I do now. Now I run a crew and uh, uh, have my own business wow. in Billings. And um, that's how I met some of the guys um, that you're more familiar with, like Manny. Uh-huh. He does concrete in Billings. Mm-hmm. So I run into him quite a bit and so become became good friends with him over the years doing that.
1: What's your um, business so, called?
2: Uh, we're called Summit Construction. Yep. And oh okay so my yeah. my dad started the business back in 79 when i was born he him and my mom moved up from california to billings in 79 and started summit construction and uh so yeah i just kind of took the same name and rolled with it and i like it i mean summit i mean it's kind of my jam yeah you know climb mountains summit out out and
1: summit those mountains exactly summit exactly. those
2: peaks yep but, uh, yeah, so I never ran anything competitive until, um, like I said, the Beartooth mm-hmm. run. And um, so when I really got into more competitive running, my, my twin brother, Phil. Oh, you got a twin, huh? I have a twin, identical twin brother, and you couldn't tell us apart growing up. I mean, you, a lot of people, if you don't know us that well, you can't even tell now. Uh, my, our wives, they can tell us apart on the phone just by our voices, but we are very similar And so, um, wait, does he run too? He does. Yep. Is he as jacked as you are? He's very jacked. I I probably get my most inspiration from my twin brother. So who out of you and your brother has the bigger
0: He-Man thighs?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Hands down. Phil has always been a little bit stronger than me. Oh wow. I would, I would would humbly admit that through high school. He showed that in, in weight training and you know, just different sport, um, disciplines. And, uh, I, I really got my motivation from him because we were in our mid twenties at some point, And, uh, he's like, yeah, my wife signed me up for a half marathon. And I'm like, wow, isn't that like 15 miles or something? Just, I didn't know. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's 13.1 miles. And, uh, so she signed me up for it and dude, I won. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And so I, I didn't know much about anything. So, I started looking at his times and comparing them to other times, and it was to me it looked pretty good. And turns out um, he had entered several more races throughout that year, and he just kind of went into, went into it laissez faire, like, oh, you know, I'll just, you know, do what I can do, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go into it with the shape I'm in. Mm-hmm. And he was always in good shape because he does he works with his hands too, just really active. And he up, he's just keeps winning these races. Yeah. And so then he started training. And I think his I think Phil's best half marathon time was like 75 minutes. Oh wow. I was smoking fast. And uh, so I kind of I kind of started following after him. I was like, oh, maybe I'll try one in Billings here. And I think the first competitive half marathon one was about eight years ago. I think I was yeah, I was 32 years old. And I did the Montana Marathon half, and I believe I took third or fourth. Yeah. And so ever since then, I started um, for the next couple of years just training on roads. Uh-huh. And my interest just kept getting more and more and more. You know, as you you exceed your expectations on a race and then you keep doing a little better, you're like, how far can I go here? Yeah. And hmm. so that's kind of what triggered it, I would say, my twin brother.
0: So So during that time... About how long were you on your feet in just a regular day before you trained, before you did any kind of running?
2: Um, you know, I would say just what I did at work. We worked eight-hour days, and, and then I'd come home and maybe uh, sneak in my 8.4-mile treadmill run. Mm-hmm. You know, so you are on your feet most of the day then? I would say I'm on my feet 95% of the day. I very rarely sit down if I sit down it's for a few minutes at lunch and uh, when I get home Hmm. it's a lot of up and down on ladders up and down on my knees and uh, I actually went to the doctor six years ago for a soft tissue injury and I didn't know what it was it was a deal I had with a tendon and he took an x-ray of my leg and he had to he ended up wanting to go back and take another x-ray because he noticed the bone from my knee down that shin area it was extremely dense and he was kind of taken aback and he's like wow that is a very dense bone structure you have there and and i was like well why i mean Mm -hmm. what's the the deal with that and and he said a lot of times when you um you're constantly on your feet Mm -hmm. moving around a lot your body just adapts and and, and your bones just kind of adapt to the situation of what the, the load that you're putting it toward Mm -hmm. and they'll actually grow bigger. (laughs) And so I've, I've never had any bone injuries because of that. Um, so typically what I deal with is soft tissue stuff. If it's Mm -hmm. an injury, muscle tendons, stuff like that. So, um, I think, I think in training, it's a very good thing to constantly move. It's, it's, some when I was younger I never I never really counted my work days and my <clears throat> physical activity as part of my workout mm-hmm. I feel now as I'm nearing you know the over the hill ages I'm forty years old now I kind of 40 i am 40 I've turned 40 but in September Wow and I feel that I have to count Still a young buck my work time as part of my workout mm-hmm. yep. otherwise I can easily get into an overuse issue mm-hmm. but it's uh it just educates every yourself every year i mean you kind of relearn your body and and uh, figure out what you can do with what yeah. you have yeah
0: i i feel like that's uh pretty big in my life too right now because like i'm a pe teacher sure so i i'm on my feet and i physically active all day and then I run at the end of the day, or I run before the day starts, and so I feel like that really helps right, right. with like my fitness and like uh, just kind of building on top of what I already do have. So I,
2: yeah, I agree, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, we have. A, um, How old are you guys? Just, just. So I'm thirty three. Thirty three. Okay.
1: Forty three.
2: You're forty three. What?
1: Okay. I think I just turned
2: forty three. Did you really lie?
1: but i thought i was older and when Prove i found it. out i was 43 i was real happy <laughs> nice to see your birthday certificate well. yeah thank you
2: we're over the hill um i i, I feel over the hill is an okay thing because i'm a very um relative to my ability i'm a very dominant downhill runner yeah mm-hmm. yep and so i i i agree over the hill is pretty good i agree because, <laughs> because <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> was because from here
0: that that time uh, we were raced in the uh 50k okay yeah. was it was it the 50k yeah was it 2018 yeah, and I was trying. I was trying to catch you guys, and I stayed with the lead pack probably till up to that, the mini, the mini wall, okay, mile yeah. around twenty ish. Yep. And then I started. I started cramping my legs, and then I just seen you guys just slowly go off. And then about two three minutes after my legs cramped, I was able to start oh. go again. And I was trying to go and catch you guys, and I could see you, and I could see Mike, and I could see a couple other people, but I just I couldn't. You guys cramps, are really too fast.
2: Cramps are a nasty thing. I, I I feel cramps have been one of my Achilles heel as well and I I started to get it dialed in and I um, mm-hmm. just by taking more electrolytes. Mm-hmm. I bet yeah. every day I uh, take about 3 capsules of that Hammer Fizz. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Guess, yeah, the, yeah. The the Hammer Fizz not is only, good. It tastes good. I mean it's it's kind of a treat, really refreshing, but you're getting you're just replenishing. I'll, your I'll body just throw
1: one in a little bit of water. Just drink that water before I go out running.
2: Yeah, it's so good too.
1: Yep. It's good stuff. Hmm. You better try it, Scott. What? Uh,
0: I'll I'll just take the caplet. I'll just take the the fizzy thing in my mouth.
1: Just do the fizzy thing in your mouth. Yeah, the water. Pepto Bismol. Or (laughs) they have that. What (laughs) do you call them? Alka Salser? Alka Salser. Foam at the mouth. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the gel capsules are uh, really good too. I think two of those is equivalent to one the, the enduro lights enduro lights extreme or something yeah okay I, I usually take those in the summer as well
1: yeah i like them things yep. they really work good
2: yeah but yeah if you get if you get a few things dialed in like that and you're you're constantly on your feet and you're living a healthy lifestyle you know that i i, I kind of feel the trinity for for health and fitness is uh, sleep um exercise and diet mm-hmm. i mean if, if you're missing one of those three i mean you're gonna be hurting and they all work in unity, too. Um, I, I find if you, if you don't get enough sleep, you can hammer all day, every day, and you're going to be lacking. Yep. And if you're putting garbage in your body, you're going to be for, perform garbage. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, they all work in unity. So, How, What's important. your diet like right now? My diet? Um, I, I kind of feel that, you know, you hear about a lot of the diets. Like I do keto, I do, you know, yeah. just carbs or whatever, or vegan. I I kind of consider that I'm on a the Megan diet where Megan me eats Megan. what I want again and again.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Ah. and uh, it's a it's a very high carb, high fat diet. Yeah, but it's all clean. Mm-hmm. It's it's good stuff. You what know, do you mean by clean? Not processed. Okay. Uh, zero fast food. Zero soda. Um, I just I just can't personally digest that stuff anymore. If I do a pop or fast food, I just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. So why would I go for something? I mean, to me, it tastes good, Mm -hmm. you know, to get a Big Mac and a pop. I love it. I could do it every day, but I don't feel good afterwards. Mm -hmm. So, And I think maybe because I've disciplined myself to stay off of that stuff for so long, when I put it in my body, my body kind of rejects it. Um, so I, I mean, I just do a lot of real foods. I mean, I see Scott over there with his cuties and you know stuff like that. I mean, I eat a lot of fruit. I eat um, good breads, um, a lot of meat. I grew up hunting, so we do Dave's wild game. Dave's killer bread. Dave's killer bread is is the bomb. Absolutely. Which color bread do you get? You know, I think my favorite Dave's bread is probably the blues. I like the green one. The green one, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all good. They're that's all good, good yeah. stuff, yeah. So if you're gonna do carbs, I mean, do some stuff that's full mm-hmm. you know not the empty carbs like mm-hmm. the white pasty breads but uh yeah i just I, I like food i like a lot of food
1: just avoid the processed stuff and yeah stuff, stuff that package. makes you feel bad
2: yep exactly <laughs> and it, don't get me wrong i like my desserts i mean i'll have a piece of pie and some ice cream mm-hmm. at night but mm-hmm. yeah for the most part i just i'd go for maybe yogurt and granola mm. so did you eat night. a pie on pie day We actually got a huge cherry pie at Costco on Pie Day. And now that my kids are getting old enough, um, we're almost done with it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we can go through one of those pies pretty quick. Because they're kind of on the Megan diet as well. (laughs) (laughs) Megan diet. I like that. Meats what Um, I want, again and again.
1: So, how many children do you have? Four. Four Four?
2: kids. Nice. Yep. So How is
1: that um, running a business, staying in shape, and then prioritizing your family.
2: Gosh, yeah, that is a good question. Um I kind of see my athletic career as a um uh, kind of a metaphor for what I want my kids to see my life. And um I, I I want them to go after life full force. Yeah. You know, if if I don't want them to necessarily do what I do, but I'm gonna do what I do and I think, I think we're created all with a unique ability to share with the world. And I think we kind of, at some point in our life, we find what that is. And I think we're really um, missing the ball if we don't take that full force and go after it with everything we have. And so I want them to see, even even in my 40s, that I have a passion and an ability and i'm going to go for it. i'm not, you know, i i think a lot of these sports that we do they don't actually reach their peak until we reach our mid 30s, late 30s or 40s. and so i'm not going to i'm not going to fizzle out my sports career just because i'm not in my mid 20s anymore. i feel like i've actually gained ground on my performance since my early 30s. And last year I probably had the best year of my life Uh at 40 years old. And so I want my kids to see that. I want them to see that, you know, when, when, when you're done with an activity that you used to like, don't just let it go. I mean, if, if you still have it and you're still able to go for it, go for it. And, um, so I want them to see, I don't, and I want them to pick their thing too. I've never pushed them to do what I do, but I, I want them to, uh, to take what they've been given, what they've been created to do, and and uh, run with it. So, yeah, no it's pun a, intended. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a lot of people quit. I guess um, when high school is done, then they think they don't need.
0: There's really nothing else. They yeah, and then you yeah. know, then
2: the bad habits start. And and you guys, you guys as teachers, I mean, that's a good thing to tell you the, your students right now. Is I mean, you, you could be maybe. You're at your one mile potential. I mean, just to keep running in here as the metaphor, maybe your your best potential to run one mile the fastest you can is right now in high school. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna you're gonna gain ground on certain other activities, and don't don't just let it go. Harness what you have and continue to search too. Um, like for me, uh, when I when I tell you I started road running, um, I found out I was pretty decent. You know, I mean it's all relative, right? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's always going to be somebody better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They just don't always show up. <laughs> you know, that's my philosophy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's
0: always a good day for me when you don't show up, because <laughs> I know I have I mean, a good it, chance yeah. of winning. If
2: you, if anyone thinks <laughs> first at anything, I mean, it's probably a humble thing to realize. There's probably somebody yeah. that could have showed yeah. up that day that could have kicked your yeah. ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but you know that doesn't mean you sh- you don't show up. I mean, you show up and. And you, you find out what your abilities are, and you you do the best you can. And I think with me, that started with road running, and, and then it kind of just developed into trail running. And um, like I said, Scott, uh, I, I feel like I have a really good bone structure mm-hmm. on my mm-hmm. lower body. And uh, so relative to my ability, again, I feel like I'm a really good downhiller. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can hold my own going yeah. uphill. I work on it. I feel I could improve a little bit but uh trail running just kind of became almost it almost like enhanced the excitement that I always had with road running and so once I switched over to the trails I mean I was just hooked and so it's it's been fun just learning new trails around Billings and around Mm -hmm. the area and um, just finding out that the community is huge and there's races all over the place so, but how about you guys? I mean, you guys, did you start road and then go to trail? And or-
1: I just, I think I was, I haven't really been a road runner, although I have signed up for road races, but I just kind of got sucked into the, sucked into the madness right away.
0: Sure. No, I think he's lying because back then he used to run away from the comps. So he was a road runner. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you fast right away.
1: <laughs> no, no.
0: The, um,
2: well then if you get off road then at least they have to chase you on foot. <laughs> technically coming, right? so
0: technically you start on the road and then you finish in the trail, right?
1: <laughs> he, he's fibbing. He's fibbing <laughs> <laughs> to all the listeners out there. i all tired <laughs> <out>. <laughs> The um, I started walking on the road and then I was jogging and um Black Eagle said when it dries up out here on Gas Cap, I'll show you the trails and kinda of been doing that and
2: Very nice. Very And you two have done the rut. Correct. Yep. Oh, so that was. The rut. I love the rut. Oh yeah, yeah. When I oh, when my I knees. hear the rut, I, I kind of get stressed out. Uh-huh. Because I know the pain that uh, yep. is involved in the rut. <laughs>
1: I don't know if I would recommend it, but if someone's gonna do it, I.
2: I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because it's scary. But it it's a very type two fun, where uh, you. What's go a type the, two fun? A type two. You know, type one fun is when you're having fun <sighs> now. Type two fun <laughs> is when you know you're going to get into a lot of pain, uh-huh. and then later when you're talking about it, when you're done, mm. that's when you're having fun. I <laughs> yep. like that. So I, this, I to, that's the first time I heard that, yeah, it's it's a uh, the rut is a uh, probably when I that, that's where I cut my eye teeth on the um, on trail running. Um, when you what cut my eye teeth? You know, baby teeth okay, coming in. Yeah. Um, my first starting of trail running um, was the rut. Wow. Me and my buddy. I don't know if you guys know Justin Speck.
1: I know who he Billings. is. I know. I've seen him.
2: So he is, I consider him the best trail runner in Billings. Um, I like to surround myself with better athletes than myself. And uh, so that's why me and him have been running partners for the last six years is because I feel he's a better trail runner than me and I feel that he's pushed me um, to better myself. And he's just has a natural ability. He's like 6'2", weighs the same as me, and so he, he just fluidly flies through those trails and uh so we we were chatting one time and um we were like man there I, so i hear there's this trail run in big sky and we're thinking big sky isn't that like a ski resort and uh we're like yeah and, and so we look at each other we should do this <laughs> and so we we got on and i think this was the second year they were doing the rut 2013 was the first year and i i want to say maybe they had 180 to 200 signups that first year and so we get up got in on this second year and signed up and we just jumped right into the 50k you know we're like Uh if we're gonna do this let's just go all in and we trained i I think we decided to do this around may end of april kind of mid-may something like that and um all we knew was roads and so we just started road <laughs> oh, running wow. all summer. We maybe ducked in the trail every now and then, but we didn't
1: know.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, scree. You stressed me out again. <laughs> we we thought of making t-shirts that said eat my scree. Got <laughs> to <laughs> eat my dust. But yeah, yeah, when you talk scree, I mean just for anyone listening wondering what scree is, I mean you're talking anywhere from fist size to a 5 gallon bucket size rock and yep. anywhere in between. That you're trying to and it moves. move your body as quick as possible through, in 32 miles, um, it will make you cry. Yep. It will humble you, and part of my soul is on that mountain. Yep, mine too. I guarantee it. I mean, yep. it's it's an amazing experience, and we just got our asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I would do it again, and and we we did it for the next three years. We did the 50k and. Um, so that was my first experience trail running
1: i did the 50k two years now and i'll do it again this third year
2: nice nice and
1: um the first time i did it i was just happy we got it done and then um, last year when i did it i was like now i know why i wasn't going to do this again but here i am yep here i am so
2: like i said that's the type two fun you know during the race, you're like, and even right when you finish, I think my brother and I were saying, we'll never do this again. <laughs> Half hour later, we we're already planning the year after. Mm-hmm. And true. so Phil and I, yeah. um, I, so Phil came down. He's from um, the Washington, Seattle area. Uh-huh. So he came down to do the rut with Justin and I. And so he's training over on the sea on the level. Oh, geez. And then he comes up and, and has to run 7,500 to 11,000 feet. In elevation so he's feeling it and uh but but we swore to ourselves that we were going to train smarter and harder the next year and i so i think it was 2015 when we came back to do it and um we each shaved a half hour off of our previous time and i believe i took 20th place that year in the 50k, nice. and so awesome. I, I felt like that was my best year running the rut at that distance and, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome.
1: Are you going to do it again?
2: Probably. I kind of, I kind of, um, got into some other avenues of, uh, endurance running. You're in
1: Spartan Last now, right?
2: Last couple years, Spartan running. Um, tell that's... us about that. So I got into Spartan racing, um, cause my wife and her brother wanted to do one. And I was, I was just right in the middle of trail racing. I mean, I wanted to do a 50 mile run and I ended up doing one in 2017. We can go back to that. But, uh, so my wife and her brother wanted to do a Spartan race up in big fork and I was just going to go along for the ride. And I was like, well, if I'm going up, I might as well sign up. Yeah. And so I signed up, we all got up there, you know, long story short, I ended up getting a very serious calf injury on, on my calf muscle. And, um. I was like, I really want to do this race. So I actually towed the line and I got about 50 yards into the race and I felt kind of a snap in my calf and I knew I just, just did it in big time. So I stopped, walked back, put some ice on it and just watched the rest of the race. So I got down to the finish line and I watched these top guys come in and these guys are just horses. I mean, this race finished on a hill uh-huh. Very steep. I don't even know what pitch it was, but it was extremely steep. No trail. And there's there's no rhyme or reason for where they put a trail in <laughs> a spark race. You'll be running on some sort of makeshift game trail, and then all of a sudden you'll jog off into the hill, up like straight uphill or downhill on deadfall, willows, swamps, mm-hmm. whatever they're going to send you through, and you just got to follow the tape. Uh-huh. And so I'm watching these guys coming down to the finish line, And everyone's cheering them on, and and I look at these guys, and and now these guys, these same guys that are coming, that were coming down the hill in 2016 when I was watching, or 2017 when I was watching this race. Uh Now they're some of my really good friends from the Spartan community, and I just remember thinking, I will do this again, and I was just so impressed. And uh, so the next year, I think I did two races the next year. And uh, ended up taking third place overall at the Montana Beast. And then um, then the following year, I think I did four races. And then last year, I did 17. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So I just, it kind of <laughs> got into it. And so what, what do you,
0: during, once you start, what do you see along the race? Do you see, like, what, what obstacles do you see?
2: So I would, at a Spartan race, I would say the bread and butter, meat, potatoes, whatever, is uh, running. If, if you're a good trail runner, you're going to do well at a Spartan race unless you can't lift anything. You <laughs> can't do a um, push-up, huh? Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> the, the, exactly. The, the best Spartan racers are the ones that can run pretty good and that can lift and do some burpees. Um, I, I like to say that you don't have to be amazing at everything in a Spartan race. If you're average at everything – you're probably gonna come out in the top half, hmm. and so I, I kind of felt the same with me. Um, I felt like I was a decent enough runner, and I could do some push-ups and I could do some pull-ups. So let's give this a shot. And so that's kind of what you're looking at, Scott. Is uh, during the race, you know, you're, you're typically you're gonna run for a, a, about two miles before you hit an obstacle, and I'm talking the long distance race. There's like a sprint which is like a three to four mile, a super, which is five or six miles, and a beast is about a half marathon distance. And so you run about two miles before you hit too many obstacles, but you're looking uh, picking up a 50-pound, 50 to 60-pound sandbag, throwing it on your shoulder and going about a quarter mile up a hill and back down, dropping it off, and then you you keep going. Um, You climb a rope. You gotta come down. There's there's a part where you throw a spear if you don't hit the target, you gotta do thirty burpees. So yeah, you look at thirty burpees, you're looking at missing about two and a half minutes Uh in the race. So in a short race, you do a set of burpees, you're probably not gonna reach your goal. You're you're probably gonna get passed by several people and not regain it. But it's it's one of those endurance sports that really taxes all areas of your body. And so I I, th- I feel like that's where I've excelled in the Spartan race um, scene is uh, I can pick up a sandbag and I can go quarter mile. I've seen some of your um, and, training where
1: you carry a rock. Yeah, and drop rock. it
2: off and I feel like I can keep the same pace that I was going. Oh. And, uh, yeah, there's a big atlas stone that you pick up sometimes. You have to carry it over and carry it back. Stuff that's just going to break up your run just enough to tick you off and you know some people they don't recover i mean you'll toe the line with guys that can maybe do a 14 and a half minute 5k Uh who uh come up come in really cocky like they're just going to destroy the field and they run off like a typical 5k where the high schoolers run off and die out a mile and a half Mm -hmm. in and you'll get to the first obstacle and they're just done (laughs) And, and you're like well Good luck on the next. I mean, yeah, yeah. learn from this yeah. and, and uh, learn what you have to do to your body. You can't just attack it. So, so in force. the
0: beast, how many obstacles do you see?
2: Probably about thirty-five. Oh God, beast! And then you're probably looking about thirty for the super and twenty-five for the sprint. Wow. So in a in a sprint, there's going to be a lot more obstacle density, where you're mm-hmm. you're only doing three miles. So the sprint is about a five k. But you're still looking at 25 obstacles. So you're going you're gonna to be going through and you're probably going to hit clusters of 8 to 10 obstacles right away. Mm-hmm. And where you, you have to do them all back to back. And so we, we, we like to call that a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through some of those gauntlets. Then the you back to backs
1: it. are gauntlets?
2: Right. You have about 8 to 10, 8 to 12 obstacles right in a row where there's no running in between it. And so a lot of times, I mean, that's just the burpee town. I mean, you see guys doing burpees mm-hmm. all over the place there. And if you make it through, you're sitting pretty well. Then you have a, another mile of running where you can put some distance on yourself hmm. between yourself and the other guys. So, but it's, it's, it's a blast. I would definitely recommend you guys trying one. So, so is the Spartan race the one where
0: people at the end hit you?
1: See, I was gonna do one, but Scott here said, "Don't do it; they'll hit you at the end."
0: <laughs> yeah, because I heard that it was uh, the Spartan one. I don't know; I can't remember. Somebody in Bozeman told me that not to do it because they'll hit you at the end. And one of their friends
2: stuck their arm up, and they yep. broke their arm. Oh, gotcha! Yeah, like a big giant Q-tip, they're, they're swinging yeah. at you or something. Yep. Oh, is, that, um, is that one? Is that a part of it? They don't do that anymore. Um, oh man! So I heard, and I've I've never done a, a race where they've done that. But I've heard when they just first started up back in it's 2011, pretty. 2012, that they had a couple races like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, you talk to some of the old school guys that have been around that long. They'll, they'll probably have a story for you. What's the one them. What's the one where they have the hanging shocking ropes? Oh, I think that's like the uh, Bone Frog or something. And I've never done another OCR race besides Spartan. So I haven't done one of those. But, yeah, they, I think they still have that around. Hmm. I don't know. That doesn't appeal to me as much as the Spartan. And then the Spartan is that the one where you go in in, in water, like climb through water, yep. or no? Yep, you'll Whoa. you'll go in water tanks, and uh, it can be pretty crazy when uh, when you show up to a race and it's 38 degrees with driving rain, rain and you uh, have a t-shirt on or a tank top, and you have to dip into a water tank. when I mean, you're looking very hypothermic conditions.
1: Wow. That's kind of like a community in itself too, right? The Spartan races,
2: absolutely. Like, yep. It's it's. I I kind of consider it all in the same tree, the same vein, and just different branches off of the endurance community. Um, but yeah, you know, you're gonna if you show up to a Spartan race, you're gonna see a slightly dip, different atmosphere than um, if you show up to like the Bighorn One Hundred. But same people, same type of people. Yeah, And I've, I've just grown to love them all.
1: So. That's one thing that's really been helpful to me is just that community and the being around those type of people. Even if you don't know them, just being around them, they really yeah. influence you for the better. And.
2: Absolutely, it's such a positive environment. And you know, this this year I've had the have the opportunity um, to serve on the Spartan Pro team. I got an offer. Yeah, that's what I want. Wow.
1: I want. That's what I want to ask you. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So you're now a Spartan pro.
2: I guess you could. Uh, Congratulations. It kind of kind of sounds weird saying that, but I guess you could consider myself a professional athlete. Um, oh. you're a professional athlete. You know, wow. I mean, you don't think LeBron James or anything here, but uh, so you're <laughs> the LeBron James of Spartan running around I mean, here. Th- like I said, there's always somebody <laughs> better than you. Um, I yep. feel. Very honored to represent the brand. Well, I
1: was happy for you when I seen that. Thanks, thanks. well deserved.
2: And it's a, it's it's a company built around making people better Hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. getting them off the couch, um, challenging them to take a risk. Uh I'm I'm a big fan of taking risks. You know, I I don't think we should be afraid to take risks. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, when I say that, I don't mean let's you know let's all go hang out and do a big group hug and get the you know, the COVID-19 virus here, but <laughs> you know, challenge yourself. Risks, uh? yeah, do, do something, um, that you don't think you can do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I see you guys doing that too. I and mean, that's why I, I felt so honored to come down here and do this podcast with you guys, because I see a community, you know, just a little, um, further away from my little running community uh-huh. that's doing the same thing to make their community better and to challenge each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, to me, when I see that, I mean, you guys are brothers. I mean, this is this is us. I mean, it's not like an us and them type mm-hmm. thing. I mean, we are a community of unity, and I, I just I just hate when I see things that spark disunity. Yeah, 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 you know, amongst human beings. And I think um, Spartan uh, or just endurance running in general has really unified people. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that about it. So I'm I'm all for that whenever the, I can have a chance to.
1: Something about suffering together.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: What um so what does that entail your your contract? I'm not asking details, but just sure. How is it being a pro athlete, and what do you got to do?
2: So I'm not gonna quit my job. Uh huh. By any stretch, I mean it's it's more um, it's more of an opportunity to uh, represent the brand. Nice. They, they you know they they see something in you that you that they like, that's, um, similar to their philosophies on racing. And, um, they're, they're trying to disperse their athletes around. So, so they have representation, represent, represent, you can edit that out. You know, I'm talking about, um, throughout the country. And, uh, I just, I feel honored to be a part of that. And, uh, They'll, they'll pay for some travel expense. They'll pay for a season pass mm-hmm. for you to, to race as many races as you want. Um, you get some um, a, a t-shirt with your name on it, like a podium shirt. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes there's different bonuses If you get on the podium, they'll add a little more of a of a monetary bonus toward that. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's not something that's gonna be a major supplemental income for mm-hmm. for me. I mean I, I have to perform to get that. I feel last year when I was racing in the 17 races that I did, I I probably pulled in enough money to just kind of pay for some of these trips. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not going to break even almost. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But think, to me, I'm not I'm not looking for something that's going to that's kind money. of endurance
1: sports. Right. It's like we do it because we right. enjoy it. And yeah, love I mean, it. And
2: there's no money. There's not really money in quote unquote money in it. Yeah. Nobody likes watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you watch a 100-mile race? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Finish line, that's it, huh? Yeah,
2: yeah. They've, they've done their best to televise and um, do some video on some of the Spartan races where they have drones yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. They do a pretty damn good job, but it's still difficult. You still don't have um, the following that you do like in NBA basketball, mm-hmm. or baseball, or football but it's,
1: and you're an all athlete too
2: right yes i am and I've, I've been representing those guys for the last couple of years and um uh, yeah trevin um the guy, the head yeah. honcho over at all I mean, he's just got a great thing going over there um kind of similar to the, the mind frame philosophy of a spartan races mm-hmm. he wants to help people bring on their best and uh he'll do that and he actually does personal training and uh if you can just go to the gym and and he has a, if he's not there, he has a good trainer there that can get you started, you know, where you're at. Uh And then from there, you can kind of develop your abilities and he'll work with you there. But um, yeah, so I've been, been able to represent them. I wear a lot of their stuff at the races and he makes some obstacle course mittens. To mm-hmm. keep your hands warm, is that, you can just is that the off. one
0: that you, you're on your Instagram where you're running and yep. like, it's like almost like a commercial? Yep. Oh yep. Yeah. yeah, I like I'm that one.
2: And I put that together. Yeah, he's he's good with stuff like that. So, yep, yeah, that's the OCR mitt right there. But it's good. I mean, it, yeah, it keeps your hands warm because that's a, a big thing. If you you can be running a great race, but if your arms are cold, you're not going to be able to do the monkey bars. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to be doing thirty burpees. So you have those mitts to just kind of keep the core of your Hands warm. So where would a person get a pair of those? I'll tell Trevin. I'll train. If you want a pair, I can hook you up, man. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, I'll take a
0: pair for next fall. Right. If there is a fall next year. If there is a fall? Yeah, I mean a winter.
1: I'm pretty sure we're still going to have winter, right? No. Or does that get canceled
0: too? Canceled, yeah. Oh, geez.
2: I don't even know if we're going to have another racing season (laughs) this year. Oh, no, don't say that. Oh, my i What do you guys have for racing like that the, the Renegades are putting on? Oh, we have
1: the monster
0: trail. trail. Not going to cancel what that. What is that? That's uh, May 23rd. Okay,
2: okay. That'll
0: we be have high. a 30K, 20K, and a 10K, and a two-mile walk.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice,
0: nice. Yep. Are you, do you, are be you guys able
2: to do, though, that race, too? I
0: think Scott's volunteering yeah. this year, and I'm going to run it. I'm gonna volunteer to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna volunteer to lead the pack.
2: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: In the 30k, because I mean, not <sighs> too, do, often, not too, pacer. yeah, not too often do you get to run in your hometown in the 30k. And so, I mean, like I already said that I probably wouldn't do it, but the more I think about it, the the more I probably will do it.
2: Very nice, very nice. Because oh, I, I mean, 30k is it. a lot,
0: a long ways. Because I mean, around here, 30k people are probably like. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll do
1: the 20K or, you know. Yeah. And we have that. a lot of locals who signed up this year for a 50K and oh, some great. for the 50 mile. and
2: So that will be good training to do the 30K. Yeah. God. Oh, you're talking the bighorn? Yep. 50K and 50 mile? Yeah. Are you guys doing it this year? Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing the 100, right? We're all doing the 100.
0: Me, really? Levi, Brocade, Jason. Very nice. Very nice. Eric, Montoya. Going to try
2: to all do it together to kind of pace Wyatt. each Wyatt. other. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, we're cool. trying
0: to do something like that.
2: So we you, met, I know you've done the 32 mile. I did the 50. We did both it. did the 50 last yeah, year. The 52, Gotcha. 50K, 18
0: mile. We've done all the races except for the 100.
2: Very nice. So, I guess that's where I would be too. I've done all three of the shorter ones except for the 100.
0: But as far as me signed up for anything, I didn't sign up for anything but the Bighorn. That's all I'm signed up for right now i was gonna sign up for the don't fence me in 30k in may but i mean with how things are going
2: i don't know if it if they're gonna might not even happen yeah Yeah, they canceled
1: the run to the pub last week and
2: that's what i heard and i think there was a shamrock run in billings they canceled at 5k i'm waiting for the
1: um email saying we all get a refund
2: yeah yeah (laughs) were you gonna, gonna do the run to the pub yep in bozeman gotcha yeah it's a pretty popular half marathon right
1: I was gonna do the 10K this year. Me and my wife were gonna run that together, and we were nice. looking forward to it. And canceled it.
2: Nice. That's probably good for
0: you because she probably would have beat you. <laughs> probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably. I was looking at some of her old times, and like, was it 5K, like 17 something? Oh man! And it was like faster than Dang. the high school.
0: She's probably faster than me then. That's, That's looking fast. fast. Yeah. Velvet, I'm gonna challenge you to a 5K race. <laughs> <clears throat> She's tougher than me.
2: Yeah, she's definitely <laughs> big, look straight down too. <laughs>
1: What's your next race, Matt?
2: Well, it was going to be this weekend in Las Vegas. I was going to do the first um, Spartan, my first Spartan race this year, but that got canceled. They closed Vegas. Yeah, they closed Vegas, and then uh, the one I was going to do in Seattle, April fourth, is canceled. So I don't know. Just going to do your own? Could you just do your own? You know, we could. I mean, just. Run hard, I guess. Run hard and find um, a rock
0: and throw it around. Yeah, run hard out the Pick back up a person night. on the side of the yep. trail and carry them up and down a hill. Do guys have no, to carry people? That.
2: Yeah, just trade back and forth, trade carries. Yep. Justin and I. Yeah.
0: No, but with people on on the trail, every person you see, you just pick just, them up. just pick them up. It's
2: like, hey, can I carry you a hundred yards? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I think that
0: me, I'd do it. I think that'd be cool to do your own. I mean, I feel like anybody right now can do their own thing. They don't need a race director or to pay a fee or anything like that to find a race. Because, like, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I know it's a little harder to do a Spartan run, but uh, trail runs and road races you can do on your own. And just, I mean, and there's only one person that enters, so that's a first place for you right there.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yep, if you want to, you know, All Train, um, the gym I go to, they put on a little race last week and it was just last minute thing i think thursday trevin sent out the information just we're going to meet at zimmerman and he put up two distances and i think he got 12 to 15 runners out there and so, so yeah, yeah, like race, it. was like a little all race or is it a yeah, group yeah run just kind of an unofficial it's not timed i mean you do your own group timing run, and, yeah right yeah. yeah just like scott was saying but uh yeah,
1: i think um the reason I like races, though, is because I would never know where to go. Like, if somebody didn't plan the hurl or the the rut, I wouldn't have ever thought, hey, I'm going to go over there and climb that thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or the beaver head. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's, there's
2: something, there's a new animal that comes out during a race that you don't think you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and your body releases some chemicals that... uh Allow an animal to come. That's that's one of the reasons I just I love Spartan races. Uh-huh. Is like I said, they will send you off on no rhyme or reason trails. Um, you will all of a sudden just, for lack of better terms, be diving yourself off of a cliff, and I, I just feel like um, a wild animal comes out in me, mm-hmm. and I love it. I just love bombing through. That compromised terrain and trusting your ankles and, mm-hmm. and just going through hard and you know you can choose to either uh, tiptoe through it or just charge it and um, I guess that's who's going to come out first. Mm-hmm. So kind of same with a trail race as uh, my first experience at the Bighorn. I mean, you guys have all done it where you have that last part where you're bombing down yep. the canyon before you hit the road and gosh, my my brother and I we both did the 18 mile. Our first year, I think it was 2015. And we, afterward, like the Type 2 fun, we're both talking about it, how much it hurt. Mm, yeah. But how fun it was to just charge yourself down mm-hmm. that hill. And uh, it was crazy. I think that the second year we were going to redo the 18 mile and just kind of see if we could uh-huh. better our time. That's the same year I got that calf injury. Oh. And so my brother, he sh- Phil, he showed up and did it. And uh, I was just kind of supporting him that year. And gosh, I think we were looking back at his his uh, GPS splits, he dropped like a 490. Oh, wow. Mile. I'm sorry, four, a 450. Got my, uh, I got you. Up. I understood what exactly what you meant. Going down yep. the Canyon at some point And, um, I mean, he was, he was going for the record that year and he, he probably would have got it, but it was 15 degrees hotter oh, than yeah. it was the yeah. year before. And he hit that road and just tanked. But, uh, I mean, to me, that's that's the kind of stuff I like. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you, you, you tank at the bottom. You dropped a 450 mile going down the canyon. That's insane. And and so I just had to applaud him for that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. taking a risk that's right crazy. there. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you can't control the weather. So if it was a little bit better, I think he could have easily taken the record that year. Hmm. So, but you just never know. You don't know what you're going to get, but mm-hmm. you give it all you have. So so how does one
0: train for a Spartan race? What, like, what do I have to say? Say if I was going to start today to do a Spartan race, what would I need to incorporate into my daily
2: gotcha. schedule? I, w- I would say if you, if you have a pretty good base of trail running, start there. I mean, if, if you're just getting off the couch or if you're just getting off of a road running, I would say get your legs acclimated to the trails first. And like you guys, you guys are already there. So at some point, I would say maybe once a week, you're going to want to start incorporating some compromised running. And that's kind of a kind of a thing that we throw around in the OCR community is when I say compromised running, you want to do something that entails taxing your body. And then going out to continue a run. Um, Like a a
0: hard intensity workout and then going and running.
2: Right. Yep. Like if you have a big tire in your backyard, um, pull that tire for 40 yards or 50 yards. Do three reps of that and then take off on like a one-mile tempo run. Um, Or pick up a sandbag, carry it, and then go off on a run. So it's like
0: high-intensity interval training on steroids.
2: Kind of. Yeah. Yep. You, you want to give yourself race type scenarios, I think, but you don't want to do too much. I, I really think in training and, uh, any, any more, I, I truly believe this, that you, you don't want to give your full race effort in training and in, in in the past before I knew a little more than I know now, I used to just go out and hammer, you know, hard, hard day in and day out. The harder you, you went, the better you are. And I realized I just started getting hurt you know, injuries would come up and then, then you lose six weeks or whatever. And so I'd realize you only want to go maybe up to 80, 85%, even on a hard workout. And you, you want to save that last bit for the race. And if, if you're going to be training like that, you're just not going to perform to your best ability. And as hard as it is, that's how you're going to Some sometimes. The difficulty in training is actually holding yourself back, I think. You guys have probably found that.
1: Mm-hmm. So you won't have the juice when you need it, huh? You're right. always, um Yep,
2: yep. Yeah, some, a lot of times less is more. <laughs>
1: so, I like the um, – I seen the Spartan book the other day and um, some of the stuff that – I guess the philosophy behind the company and behind the athletes involved, and I just pulled some of it up, but like um, push your mind and body to the limit. Yeah. Master your emotions. Yep. Some pretty cool stuff. Um, always stand up for what you believe in. Sure. Know your flaws as well as your strengths.
2: I've I've had people come up to me and tell me that Spartan Race has changed their life. Uh huh. And I think I think that could be for anything. Yeah. You know, yep. Running communities in general. Uh huh. I think it has changed a lot of people's lives. And they they, they just they found something. Mm-hmm. You know, found something they can identify with and uh, be in community with.
1: I agree. And it's healthy. Yep. It's good. Because yep. I think we're all going to be a part of something. Sure. Even if that something is just sitting on the couch and, <laughs> you know, that's going to be, be the it. best
2: that you can be. at <laughs> so, you know, And here's the cool thing about when you get involved in endurance sports is you're working your ass off. I mean, you're working hard to accomplish your best. And so when you do that, you earn some really good couch time. <laughs> and that's important. I mean you want to get some good sleep and you when when you're resting you want to be a professional rester. And that means put put your butt on the couch and kick your feet up and quit going hard for a couple days in a row and uh, that's where you're going to make gains. Be a professional sleeper and you're going to make gains. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's important like we talked about the trinity of of uh being healthy is uh sleep, diet and exercise. Practice
3: hard on all three of those.
1: That's pretty cool. It is. I think um, we got the idea that um, the less sleep you have, the tougher you are. Sometimes, but... <laughs> yeah.
2: Sometimes, yep. Or or hammer a practice at football and don't drink any water. Yeah. yeah. See how that goes over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you hear that? Back when I was in high school, we didn't get to drink water.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how you
1: tell <laughs> yep. how tough you are. <laughs> the um, what's the. Uh, the next trail run you're going to be in, or are you just doing strictly Spartans this year?
2: So this year, um, my intention was to just do Spartans and maybe, you know, maybe mix in a, a local trail run here and there. But, uh, now with things happening, I might just kind of be signing up for a random race on the cuff. I mean, I just don't know. Yeah. Anywhere. If they have them too, right? Right. Yeah. Cause locally everything's shutting down too, but you know, I, I could show up to your mom's race. Yeah, you're so welcome to. Up in mid May or end of May, you said?
0: Yeah, May 23rd, Memorial Day, okay. weekend
2: before. Right? I would actually, I would love to do that. I would love to do some that Last year like was
1: that. pretty muddy and pretty fun.
2: Yeah, because, you know, a lot of things are just out of your control. I mean, I can't put in my two cents on social media and start arguing that they're shutting races down. I mean, that's, that's not, not going to do anything. I'm going do have no good. Another yeah. one of my, you know, crazy one-liner philosophies is it is what it is you know yeah things most things in life um such as that you can't control and so it is what it is and you just make the best out of it Mm, it. so it really doesn't help to complain about things (laughs) maybe i've learned that in my age because i've i'm I'm sure i have done my share of complaining but it just it doesn't help
1: how do you stay motivated so you're in shape throughout the year and
2: how, yeah how do you keep? I, I do try to i try to keep myself fit throughout the year um I, I i like an off season too in the winter usually uh you know a couple months where i ease up on the training i, I, I still like to get out and do those joy runs and whatnot but um
1: uh, so you don't really train hard in the winter you just you enjoy know, yourself
2: usually around november when my last race of the season happens november december are pretty low-key where I'm not sitting on my butt. I mean, even just at work, mm-hmm. I'm still moving a lot and I like to get in some, some easy runs and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I, I think I just, I, I love competition. And so I don't want to get myself too far in the hole. You know, when I come back and restart in the spring, um, to where, cause you, you know how it is when you get out of shape, it's hard work to get back in shape. So I just want to yep. kind of maintain the fitness and I think like I said earlier, just trying to uh trying to show my kids by example mm-hmm. what it's like to live a healthy life. And uh, let's be honest, when when we're out of the routine of something, it's uh-huh. more difficult to get back into the routine. So yep. uh, I've got myself to the point where if I don't work out, if I if I get out of that routine, it's actually difficult for me to do that. Mm-hmm even two days, I mean, you could, um. you guys could probably relate two days without running. It's kind of like, man, I feel like fat bastard over here. <laughs> I get myself <laughs> back in shape, which isn't the case, obviously. I mean, when you, uh, cause you want to take a couple days off to, to recover and make gains from your fitness workouts. But, um, I think that the mentality, um, it gets there when you put yourself in the situation where you, uh, can have that, uh, that dynamic of fitness throughout your life. And it just, it tends to stay there. And then other people are surrounding you and Pete, when you, when you're motivated to do it, people get motivated and then they join you. And then all of a sudden you have a a great support community around you and it makes it easier.
1: Good stuff.
2: Yeah. Good stuff.
1: The, um, we kind of, the format is we have some questions we usually ask towards the end of the show. Rock on. So what kind of shoes do you some use? Some
2: Fartlick questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fartlek. Fartlek.
2: What shoes do I wear? Um I, I like Solomon's. I uh-huh. I used to run in Scott yeah. shoes. Um you know, when you think Scott you think skis and bikes, but yeah, they mm-hmm. they made a pretty good trail shoe for a while there. I think and of then, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're shoes. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you're not wearing your shoes, Scott, they're on my <laughs> no, but they they made a great trail shoe called the Scott Kinabalu, and then they tried to make it better, so they made like a 3.0. I think the 2.0 is what I wore, and you were able to get online and buy old pair for like thirty bucks. Oh wow, and they wow. were good. I mean, they lasted three four months. And, uh, or if you run in the rut one day, <laughs> <laughs> that's I, true. I destroyed a pair <laughs> of shoes true. in one race. <laughs> that's yeah, true. That is true. But, uh, yeah. So I, as soon as they uh, went to the 3.0, they did something to the shoe that made it significantly worse. Uh-huh. And, uh, so then I, I tried Solomon and I, you know, I, I've tried a lot of different shoes and I, I, I like Solomon. I, I have a pair of sense ride right now. Wow. And uh, but for OCR, I've actually been running in a what they call a VJ shoe. It's a, you in know, the VJ. No, it's a, their own brand. Oh, you started shoe, over huh? in Europe, and uh, now they've become really popular. And uh, they brag the best grip on the planet. And is that because uh, of the RP, deep mud? They well, they're they're pretty prominent lugs on some uh-huh. of their shoes. They have like four different styles right now. Anywhere from you know um, lightweight road racing to uh, really aggressive lug shoes to the what they make like a max where it's more for distance. But the rubber on those is very good. I mean, you feel like you could walk up on the walls with uh, the rubber they have on those. So that's, that's kind of my go-to shoe for uh, races. And I would do those for trail races right now too. Hmm.
1: What about um, music or no music?
2: You know, when I run, in training i'll throw some music on when i if i'm by myself you know um i've i've thought oh i'm gonna do this in the 50 mile race because there's gonna be so much time but i like when i'd ran the big form 50 back in 2017 i i had my headphones and i think i listened to music maybe a minute and a half you know i just i just don't like it when i'm racing because when i'm racing i want to be focused mm-hmm. and i just found like it was just distracting mm-hmm. like if i have any any sort of brain left on this race, I want it to be focused on hammering down a, a hill or, or, you know, keeping up or passing another guy or something like that.
0: Or, or hearing people behind you. Like you're like, right. okay, I just passed this guy. What is he, he how, coming up? <laughs> is he behind me? How close is he? Yep. Or also if there's somebody in front of you. So what I do is that like aid stations, if I'm going through an aid station and I really want to beat the guy behind me, I listen for when they cheer for him and I oh, gauge yeah. how far that is. <laughs> sure. Or if they're in front of me and I'm chasing them, I gauge on how far away I can hear the cheers. And so that That's is like good. that
2: helps me yeah. competitively like my mental. That's good. Have you ever have you ever seen somebody in front of you and picked a spot and then counted or looked at you watch in yeah, yeah, your time? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes 8 seconds is a long, a ways long way. Ways. I mean, it, sometimes it'll take you 4 miles. To catch eight seconds on somebody if you guys are uh, running a similar same pace, pace it's crazy. yeah same pace uh, but yeah that's with the, the big Horn, i mean something like the big Horn 50 i mean you guys have done it so it's 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 a it feels like a lifetime of racing in one day yep i mean you go through so many emotions highs and lows and um i just fell in love with that after the race
1: it feels right. like an eternity all within one day. Right. Just, yep. A yep. great experience in itself. Yep. What's your favorite um piece of gear?
2: Favorite gear. Gosh. Other than my shoes, I've I've always run with a Solomon um, Ultra Pack. Uh huh. Running pack. And I've had that since twenty fifteen. I've tried anything from handheld water bottle to uh, the little uh you know, holsters yeah. on your side, like a little gun holster with a water bottle on each. <laughs> and uh, I've, I've kind of landed on just the best in putting your bottles right in there.
0: So do you so. use that for your OCRs too?
2: Uh, no, I never have. Usually in an OCR, I have those uh, Patagonia shorts that What's I can that? stuff. Oh, up, yeah. You yep. can stuff up to four four to six gel packs in there. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what I do for fuel mm-hmm. in an OCR is, I try, I, I make sure I do something because I, I'm running hard, so I make sure I do something about every this 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, similar to that, it's, it's actually on the side, there's actually two pouches on each side and they kind of like zigzag into each other so something doesn't fall out. So in an OCR, do they have like aid stations?
0: I mean, I mean it's not, I yes. know it's
2: not a sh- long race, but it's not a, sh- a short time of a race. Right. They actually do. I mean, if if you come in from an ultra scene and you're going to do an obstacle course race, especially a Spartan, you're probably going to think they have way too many aid stations. And it's mostly just like a quick drink of water. No sometimes. bacon. No bacon. It's, it's gel it. packs water. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about the Bighorn. I mean, it's like a full on seven BLT, Pancakes. Oh, yeah. Chips.
0: Yep. What was, what did, uh. Um, chips, watermelon. What was, uh, Montoya talking about? The. Jello shots. No, no, not that. The potato. <laughs> I've seen hamburger the broth there. Oh, the broth with mashed potatoes? Is that what he said? Yeah. I, hamburger sounds I Yeah. Hamburger sounds better.
2: Mm, well, I'm just hungry. When I was doing the 50 mile, I I didn't think I was going to make it up to Dry Fork. I thought I was done. You know, right around the 34 mile. Yeah. 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 I literally thought my body was going to just die and melt into the trail and I I ended up getting to the top I think I was in fourth place at that point and I felt like I was just crawling on my hands and knees to get up that hill and I got to the top and I put down in my in my drop bag I packed a tortilla with potatoes eggs avocados and raspberry jam oh wow wrapped in a tortilla and i put that thing down and it was like rocket fuel (laughs) (laughs) and i i I finished that last 18 very strong and (laughs) and um ended up passing a couple guys and so what was in your tortilla it was some potatoes that i sauteed up with vinegar and it had a scrambled eggs with a little bit of cheese and uh avocados and a little bit of raspberry jam wait how did you
0: that sounds good how did you that sounds good uh, how were you able to
2: keep it
1: was it at the aid
2: station uh so that's where you can have a drop bag and i actually had those Uh pre-made in just some like little tin foil wraps (laughs) and uh i didn't I how did you think of the raspberry hard. jam on there? You know, just, just to give it a little shot of flavor and, you know, look kind of like a quick carb. I mean, if yeah. you think about those gel packs, that's all they are is jam. Yeah. I mean, you could open one of those up and squirt it on toast if you want it. Mm-hmm.
0: I but- saw Zach Miller uh, putting it on a, p- a plate and then eating it because of the birthday cake and it was
1: his birthday
2: or something like that. Nice. Nice. Yep. What's what's your guys' favorite gels? I mean, do you like? I don't do gels anymore. I like Spring Energy. Spring. That's what I do. You know, to me, Spring is kind of like a a jam. I would actually eat it. Yep. Enjoyment. Uh, The goo gels, hammer gels. um, If I have something like that, it'll get the job done. But I have to take it down in lumps. Uh-huh. I have to squirt a big lump and just try to swallow it before I yeah. breathe. Yeah, yeah. When I when I, I first when, when I first
0: started trail running, I used Hammer gels, and I I really like Huckleberry, so I got the Huckleberry yep, one. Yep, I got I like peanut that. butter, and then the thing that I found out was they're really hard to eat. And I was like eating it, and it's, like <laughs> just like just so I don't know, like hard to like. Yeah. I don't know, it was like chew it, but then at the same time try to swallow it, but then like, you know, you're like Right, it's it makes you gag. It makes right. you gag and then you're like try to drink it with water and then it's
2: just like <laughs> not a good process. Yeah, I think I think those gels are designed to get kind of a lump in your mouth, get yeah. some saliva going, get a lump in your mouth and just swallow the lump. Yep. You know, cuz yeah, when you when you start kind of like you know mouth it, what do you describe it? Like syrup, jam. I mean, it's kind of well, like if your mouth is yeah. dry already that's honey. pretty tough. Honey would be a good, yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I like the spring energy, and I used them all last season, and I've been using them for training too. So, and
2: spring is good. I, I love the, the I'll white share a space.
1: cool, I'll share a coupon with everybody. Yeah, I was gonna I'll say, I think that's
0: what I'm gonna start getting into is trying to like use spring jails to like help me get ready for bighorn. Because yeah. again, like I usually just use I use that tailwind. And tailwind. I are just, just use tailwind like, strictly, but yeah. like I guess the I elites, the, the elites are able to do tailwinds throughout the whole hunter. But I'm not really an elite, so
2: sure. Do you uh, do you carry your own or rely on the A stations? And like, I carry my own. I just I don't ever
0: rely on anybody.
2: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: I did the tailwind for the Bitcoin Fifty and um and the spring. Well, for everything but the spring energy. They have one that's made out for electrolytes, but it's actually like um apple cider vinegar. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. and I'm I was used to about.
1: it, and it's pretty bitter and um
2: Is it like the ginger that's pretty gross? Yeah, yeah, but it feels good. It's well, I, gross. I started taking those, and I think I put down like two of those at one time before a race, and my body was just jacked <laughs> and then i re- I read on those mixed with sixteen to twenty ounces of water. And <laughs> You're two supposed of to them, mix it with I just water. I took it down like a gel shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I was ready to go. I think I raced well.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got to the finish, and my brother seen it. And he grabbed it and just shot it in his mouth and he just spit <laughs> it out and he threw that package on the ground. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, hey.
0: Jason also uses Spring Energy as uh, sunscreen as well. too. <laughs> yeah, it
2: works. Hey. It works. Gets the job done. Uh, just just like nut butter. Your nose. <laughs> <laughs> you use it like nut butter. Yeah. I'm just kidding. All right. Um. Cheese seeds might get a little chafey. <laughs> <laughs> your cheese <chia> seeds. <laughs>
1: well, what's your favorite place to run?
2: Um, uh, Probably, I guess, um, locally. Uh-huh. I would say in Billings, the go-to trails are, uh, you know, the back nine trails. Have you guys been out there?
1: I haven't yet, but um,
2: it's it's kind of a system of trails that um, I didn't grow up with them because I, I grew up kind of in eastern Billings, out in the Lockwood area. So I just learned about those trails, you know, just and that that's up on ago. the rims area behind. Yeah, it's. I mean, you. Lindeen was
1: telling us about it.
2: Yeah, you can run the rims from Black Otter Trail. With basically main, think Main Street of the Heights. You can run from there all the way out to Phipps Park and probably hit 100 yards of road. So, I mean, it's you can run trail for miles in Billings if you know that area. And it's amazing. I mean, you're running along the rim rocks. Yeah, that's pretty fun. If if you're focused enough to, you know, to to look down and, and check out the views, the views are amazing, but. If you're like me, I just I just kind of like look in front of me and I just kind of get into the, the mantra of the trail when I'm running. I'm not looking around. And, and that's the back the nine? Um, that leads into the back nine. Oh, okay. and when you start at Black Otter, I mean, you can go all the way. Uh, they call it uh, the Indian Cliffs area. And it's uh, there's a parking lot area and a subdivision. Okay. Yeah. And from there, it, it just ducks back into miles and miles of trail. Mm-hmm. And there's different levels. I mean, you can do the upper one, which they call the high line. And then uh, the middle one, they, call, they actually call your mom. The middle trail. It's, it's kind of funny. I'd get back and my wife would be like, hey, so what'd you run today? And it's like, oh, we did like a five mile tempo on your mom. And uh, <laughs> so, that's awkward. So after I came to and was able to explain to her what your mom is. After like, I came to. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But no, it's funny. I mean, we joke about it all the time. It's like, yeah, we're running your mom today. I would but, like it, to... but then there's just tons <laughs> of trail out there. And I'm, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's fun, though. So I, w- I would probably say that's my favorite place the to go. The back nine. I like that. The back nine, yeah. Your mom. I guess we should be out there sometime. Your I'd ma- love to mom. show you guys around. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go check out your mom. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, why do you run?
2: Um, That's a... Very big and deep question because I, I ask myself all the time and a lot of times I come up with different reasons. Um, I love competition. Um, I think if there was nothing else I would just do it because I love it as a hobby uh-huh. I mean I, I like competing I mean if if you toe the line with me you're gonna I guarantee you're gonna get my best and um, I, I like to set my goals high. You know, the first year we ran the rut, it was when uh, Killian Jornet was running. Yeah, and uh, in my mind, I was going to beat him. <laughs> I was going, I was going to beat him. And you know, it, it doesn't always happen that way. But I think if you set your goals high, you're going to uh, you're going to go a lot more, a lot higher than you mm-hmm. would have. Yeah. And so I like I like the aspect of um, the competition and and the challenge and the risk and, uh, just seeing what you can do with your body and and what, what, what you can do with what you've been given. And, uh, I just feel grateful to be able to have that chance to do that at my age, especially. And and as you guys know, I mean, as we age, training gets a little different and you got to be a little more careful and you start noticing things you couldn't do back in your mid twenties. And, um, I just love the fact that I can keep doing it and, and keep motivating people. I do it for my family. Um, Cause when I started running, I, I, I started getting more energy, yeah, at night, yeah. And when I wasn't working out, I would almost fall asleep on my way home from work. And uh, it, it seems counterintuitive, but when you work hard, you have more energy, and that goes with sleep and eating healthy too. Um,
1: just that in itself is a big, big right. motivator,
2: yep, yep,
1: being able to um play
2: with your kids absolutely yeah yep and a lot of people say oh running's bad for you it's bad for your knees you, you know you, you you feel like crap when you when you run well i mean it's bc alternative mm-hmm. you sit on the couch all day and still feel like crap yep yep i mean really i mean when you don't exercise do you feel good i don't know anybody that says yeah i feel great no it's always the, the ones that exercise and i'm not saying running is the the go-to for everybody i mean some people might be Built better to bike, mm-hmm. but when you exercise, it's scientifically proven that you're gonna feel better. So yeah, I'd say that my reasons are kind of dancing around those.
1: That's a better reason days. than um, your mom.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I you were say, why do you run? I thought you were gonna say your mom. <laughs> um, we're gonna have at it off the air here, Jason. <laughs>
1: what's your favorite who's your favorite runner do you like to follow anybody or? oh
2: gosh just you know i don't really follow any famous runners um i mean I, i'm in contact with a lot of them i know a lot of yeah. them from the spartan pro team that i really look up to um i'd probably still say my brother um he he's the one that kind of got me into running he motivates me and um yeah he's he he, he had a couple injuries a few years ago and He's kind of taken a little step back and kind of a step into uh, some other things. I mean, he's been really involved in his son's life, um, doing uh, baseball with him. So he's kind of just made a little bit of a decision shift that way. But gosh, if he ever got back into it, I mean, he'd come back as an animal. I just know it because he's built that way. He keeps himself in shape just naturally. So I would say I probably see him as my leading source of inspiration. As far as uh, human runners,
1: that's awesome. Yeah.
2: So, so right now, who is the Killian Journey of Spartan running? There's a handful. Um, gosh, you know, probably the. I mean, I, I just know so many guys that I look up to that are better than me. Um, the guy right now that I would say is the overall um, best OCR athlete in. In all the disciplines, I mean, we're talking the short distance, the middle to the ultra distance, which is two laps of the beast. You're looking at like a 50K Spartan with 50 to 60 obstacles. I would say that a guy named Ryan Atkins is probably the best in the sport right now. and yeah, He's right around your age, I think, 32, 33 years wow. so. But yeah, just an unstoppable tank. He's He's pretty amazing. But yeah, like I said, there's a lot of guys that I've become really good friends with that are just phenomenal athletes. And that's one of the, another reason I love to race is because you travel to a, a new spot in the country and you know you're going to get everyone's best. I mean, these, these guys are training, you know, whether it's a guy from Philadelphia, New York City, um, Boise, Idaho. I mean, you know they're training their hardest to beat you. And we're all going to the same venue to beat each other. And then we're going to give each other a big hug at the end. I mean, I, I just love that community. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just an amazing sport and community to be involved in. And I feel the same about that with you guys. Yeah, you know, toe the line and we have a have a good time trying to beat each other up, and then uh, after the we cross the finish line, it's all hugs.
1: Yeah, before the big one, there's like, there's a guy Matt Rock. He's going to be one of the top finishers, and. I was like, that's, that's the guy that was, we ran with. And then, sure enough, we ended up nice. in the bus together. Nice,
2: and... nice. Yep, I remember that. Gosh, that, that trip, I, I, had, I had puked my guts out. Oh, that's yeah, right. you were yeah, sick. I, I remember before. that. One, was it you that got bit by a dog? I got, got bit with? by a dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we we're, were exchanging these horror stories, and it's like, man, are we going to run this race? And Oh, I just remember uh, I, I ran pretty well for about 12 miles, and I just felt like I hit the wall. And there was a few times I'd come back, but I was just dragging that race. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like I need uh, redemption on the 50K. Yeah. So yeah. one of these years, I'm going to go after that again.
0: Yeah, that, that was fun racing with you guys because I think that was the yeah. first time I actually got to be with the lead pack for a majority of nice. the race. Nice. And just to be around everybody up there, I felt like it was, it like, I don't know, just like with with what you just explained, you know, what, put your best foot forward. Sure, yeah, you know, because like I knew at, uh, at the pace that we were going, I was like, I
2: knew I'm not going to last very long, but I was like, I'm going to try. It was a tight, I'm going to try tight lead pack that year. <clears throat> I, mean, I, I think every, I think it was shoulder to shoulder, per, yep. per probably the first half yep. of the race, and then <laughs> you know, just me and Justin were in that mix, and um, I think we hit that hill going up to Dry Fork, and I'm just like. See you later, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, pray I, for you for the rest of the day. Pray for me, please. I dropped
0: yeah. off after the mini wall. Okay. Which is about 20, mile 20-ish. Gotcha. That's where I dropped off. And then just to see you guys run away, man, I was yeah. like.
2: Is that the one right after you crossed that? Where really it's wet the, bridge yeah and then you yeah. go straight
0: up for like I don't know yep. like a less than a quarter of a mile right and then you then after that then it's the down all the way that's where it starts yeah yep. right there's where I I watched you guys frolic <laughs> off
2: oh that's yeah that's that's like and you did the 50 mile the year before that right yeah, 2017. I did the 50 miles. Because I remember I on the
1: bus we were visiting, and you said you did the 50 miles the year before, and I was like, "Holy crap, 50 miles!" Yep, that,
2: that was a fun race. That and then a year later, I was memorable races. That's a fun. year later, we were doing the same thing that yep.
1: I originally thought was, "Holy crap!"
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you took a risk. You surprised yourself. Yep. Yeah.
1: I didn't know you had a twin brother. He's awesome. There's probably some um, good stories you have there.
2: Oh yeah, we've yeah we've raced a lot together. I mean, um, I feel when I first started off, we we had done a couple half marathons together, and we'd run the almost the whole thing together, and he'd typically um, bust out and beat me on the last quarter mile, and uh, that's where I just started getting motivation. I was like, man, you know Phil's able to run this race hard and just drop the hammer at the end. Yeah, it's like I want to do that. I want to. I I don't want to just run this race well I want to run it well and and just drop into a new gear at the end and I think sometimes that's that's what a race can bring out and I would never say that the reason I race is just to have fun or you know just toe the line I mean my my reasons I think are to compete at a hard level and to win I mean i some people don't like that motivation. They don't like that reason. But I, I mean, I, I feel like that's me. I, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, whether I'm going to win or not, that's the mentality. I'm going to go into that race. You're going to do everything you can to yeah. win. You know, whether it's Ryan Atkins or, or Killian Jornay toned the line with me, my mentality is that I'm going to beat you. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a big hug at the end, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I think that's kind of what gives some people that next level. You know what separates like the, the the guy that can get two extra minutes on the eighteen mile or five extra minutes on the thirty two mile. It's a mentality, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. So, growing up with your brother, have either of you broken any of your sibling's bones?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where's <is> this question <laughs> coming from? No, 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 no right. don't worry about it, Jason. Don't worry about Jason. No, remember, I have Superman bones, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> so no, so no. We 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 used to. Um, we used to scratch each other's <laughs> sunburns, <laughs> give each other huge Charlie horses in the leg or the arm. You know, we never got into really any uh, bad fist fights. It was more, uh, you know, we, we'd we get a bad sunburn and he'd er, run his oh, fingers the yeah. back. And so I'd get ticked and I'd do it back to him and we'd go back and forth. And, you know, just that sibling love that you have. Yeah. Yeah, so but no, we, me and Phil, we were best friends growing up. I mean, we did everything together. You know, some some twins. We knew some twins that were polar opposite in high school growing up, and um, Phil and I, we were just always the same. And so when he went off to college to play baseball, and uh, I believe I was going to Bozeman that year. It was like the first time ever that we were apart. <laughs> and so, but yeah, we're we're just as close now than we ever have been. Even if a year goes by, you know we'll meet up and it's like no no time has gone by. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's the cool thing about good friends and good family is you do, <clears throat> you don't grow apart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It doesn't even feel like you. Yeah. yeah, missed anything?
2: Right? No, Phil and I. I mean, we've always loved doing activities together. I think it was in 20, 2016 we we uh, ran uh, Granite Peak started down at mystic lake and we wanted to see how fast we could do it mm-hmm. and so we from the mystic lake trailhead we went up granite peak highest peak in montana and back down to the trailhead and i think is that outside of um eight and a half hours oh wow um gosh it's up um uh, well, it's up one of the other forks i can't it's the mystic lake trailhead yeah. i can't remember what fork they call that but uh yeah you park right there and yeah, you, you end up going up to the Froze to Death Plateau and okay, yep. across the plateau over to Tempest and then up Granite Peak. So so
0: yeah. how many miles is that total? I think
2: when it was all said and done, you're looking at 27, 28 miles. we got to do
0: that. Is there, is there like a fastest known time well, like for an that? an
2: FKT on that? I'm not sure. Um, there probably is, but I'm not sure if anyone's ever logged it. There, We've there kept out there a few times. Well, there's the first it's log. Long. Yeah. yeah yeah i I think we were around eight and a half hours and and we could have we could have really hammered and gone faster but um it's it's no joke i mean i would i would recommend anybody that's going to attempt granite peak treat it with respect yeah because it's 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 not one of those things where you're just going to go up and oh hey let's you know let's go get some elevation and zip up and zip back i mean you because you have to rock climb too on some spots right yes most people that climb granite peak are are roped in with crampons and and ropes and uh yeah we we hooked up with uh, you pick a nice summer day early august and make sure you're looking at looking ahead if, if thunderstorms coming in come in you don't want to go all the way um but you can do it in a running vest with running shoes if you hit it with good conditions self-supported self-supported
1: i'll run right up to the peak and i'll let you climb up there
2: it's, it's tough. I mean, you get to the face of that thing and you look up and you're like, wow, this is not, it's not a, a joke. joke here. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a joke. But, uh, yeah. So what advice would you
0: give to anybody starting maybe trail running and or Spartan running?
2: Take a risk. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Um, you know, it's, it, it's helpful to, to find a coach. Uh, like i was saying before uh, the chief over at uh, all train trevin office he he does some online coaching where he'll actually meet you and put together a program for where you're at and he can he can train you to he can train somebody right off the couch to achieve their goals so i think stuff like that helps to find a coach or somebody that can kind of get you on the right foot but i think just um you can do that with a running community. You can do that with the Gas Cap Renegades or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Ryan Lundin's uh, group out in Billings, the Baiters. I mean, we're all, we're all members of that group. I mean, yeah. you guys, I mean, uh-huh. we're all the same group here. And uh, we'll just kind of duck in with somebody and listen and learn some tips and learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, think, I think the biggest thing is just take a risk and get up and start moving. You know, that could be just walking for the first month if you uh, have some injuries and then start running a little bit. Just edge into it. It's
1: good advice. Yeah, it is. Because if you jump in
2: too quick, injuries. Injuries (laughs) right away, Yep. I know about that. Broken bone. Oh, yeah.
1: Was there anything you want to share with us before we close up shop?
2: Man, just thank you guys for... uh, Yeah, we're for putting on the show. I mean, I was just thrilled to do this and, uh, gosh, maybe give a shout out to my wife and kids. I mean, they're a huge support with what I do and I could, definitely couldn't do what I do as far as being involved in the Spartan pro community and, um, um, training without them, without them, you know, giving me encouragement and support, letting me go after my, uh, 40 year old adult dreams and still chasing <laughs> the dreams over the hill. <clears throat> but I don't think uh, there's anything wrong with doing that.
1: Agreed. Mm
2: -hmm. And I see you guys doing it too. So you guys are motivating me.
0: Right on.
3: That's
1: humbling. Right on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm really happy you came down here and safe travels, man.
2: Absolutely. Appreciate it, guys.
0: Did you Matt remember? Rock. Did you remember to bring the toilet paper that I asked you to bring?
2: Because <laughs> well, I'm hoping to score a couple rolls when I'm here. <laughs> you got any places to check out on the way out? No, but there's zero. <laughs> All
1: right, ladies and gentlemen, Matt the Monster Rock. All right, we're recording. All right, see we're cool. back. This a good Matt
0: the Maniac Monster Rock. That was good. It was pretty good.
1: You know how like um, peer pressure works. I want to hang around guys like Matt Rock because
0: yeah, I I believe his philosophy he's like sur- force you to
1: work surround
0: hard. yourself with people who are higher in fitness or have something maybe you don't have, and being around them it rubs off. And I and true. I I I, I agree with that one hundred percent because one of my when I was in school that's what I did. I was like people who are who have this thing, I, I want it. And I want to have the success that they have. And I would hang out with them. And then even with my running, like I would run with um, Nikki Kimball, uh-huh. professional runner. I would run with another guy. His name is uh, Damien Story or Stoys. can't remember his last name, but he uh-huh. was a ultra um, sponsored professional athlete. So Ultra Shoes yeah. sponsored him and he ran for them. And I believe he ran the he ran and won the Bighorn 100. Wow. So I ran with him and it was hard to run with him. And then Kyle Clicker running with him was always hard because he's a beast anyways. And so I feel like I can relate to what Mr. Rock said that being around those people makes a difference, pushes you to be better.
1: It does because if you don't think the people around you are going to influence you, you're just, you're you're deceived.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that I can go with a lot of things in life, not just with running or being fit. Like I mentioned with my schooling, that's what I did. Like professors that I thought were like really smart are really like successful. Uh-huh. I really tried my best to get and gain knowledge from them so that i could be great or successful
1: and it works seriously like um even um different things that i want to try or different projects if there was somebody who had already done that i would kind of go and try to rub shoulders with them because people we are influenced by each other and i think the thing is to be intentional and um pick who's going to influence you
0: in a good way positively
1: yeah. yep yep the um I like his advice to take a risk yeah that take was a risk that yeah, was that good was good cool
0: too because I mean it, it, you really do have to like right now with me and I guess us doing the Big Horn signing up for the Big Horn 100 is a pretty big risk you know um I don't know when you guys signed up, but I think the opening of the big horn is in October, right? Yep. So from October on to the actual race, you have, I mean, that's a huge risk. If you think about it, man, it's kind of crazy. It's a long time. Anything can happen in that time. Good and bad training, leading up to the race, preparation for the race. Then when you get to the race, a lot of things can and will go bad in that race. Maybe you're not racing good, or maybe you're not prepared for the snow or the rain, or maybe you're not prepared for the mud, or maybe you're not prepared um, physically, or maybe you're not prepared um, in your nutrition or hydration. And I feel like there's a lot of risk.
1: I was thinking too, like risk in other areas too. Yeah, go back to school, take a risk and sign up, or you know, take the risk, sign up for a 5K. But just that idea of taking risks, just do it because it's uh, I get comfortable.
0: Yeah, it's nice to be comfortable, and I think that taking that risk kind of puts you in those uncomfortable um, places because you're like, I don't know if I can do this, and it tests your ability. So I like that a lot too.
1: So I think you should try them raw kidneys. Ooh, I don't know. Just put a little salt on it. Ugh! Come on. Too much. Indian style.
0: I don't think that. I don't know, man. That's
1: raw kidneys. Come on.
0: I don't. I don't think I've ever done raw kidneys before. Really? I've done. How you like your kidneys? Raw, raw, raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, For real? I've I've never done raw when kidneys. You're, when you're
1: cooking them, you just cut a little piece off and eat it while the rest are cooking. I want to
0: say that I've. Really liked. It's a lot I, healthier than at a raw At one time, hot dog. I liked liver. I, I don't think I've ever oh, eaten no. raw liver
1: though. I wouldn't like liver. Oh, that's the filter.
0: That was um when I was in once middle in middle school.
1: Life. Once in my life, middle school kidneys are good though. Here, take like a risk. I don't know. <laughs> you got a um, strong immune system. Sharing pop, bubble gum. Oh yeah, drinking out of puddles yeah. growing up. Eating dirt. Eating dirt, you know, raw kidneys. Swallowing gum. Swallowing uh, watermelon seeds. Yep. Lemon seeds. Yeah, all that stuff. Huh? I liked his um, trinity the sleep, exercise, and diet. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's,
1: he's a professional athlete. I mean, he's athlete. a
0: professional athlete. So, I mean, he also has a job in construction. And still finds the time for family. Still finds the time for training, at the level that he's at. Um, so I feel like that's something to take notice of, because I mean, it takes time to do all of those things. And so I'm, I'm very impressed with him. I mean, I've always been impressed with him, especially when I raced against him in the ten mile, and he was, he's a beast. Like he was, he was fast. And just to kind of hear how he, I guess,
1: how he trains, and
0: trains and does everything. It's like prioritizes family. Yep, exactly, it makes a lot of sense, and you can see that, see the hard work that he's putting in.
1: That competitive nature, competitive
0: too. nature helps him a ton too, and I like that he said he puts his best foot forward when it comes to anything that he does. Uh, I feel like that shows with not only his work but his training his family why he runs for them and his racing so that's like that's cool and it takes a certain kind of person to say if Killian Jornet toes the line I'm gonna try to beat him yeah like with that amount of competitive edge and confidence that's that's saying a lot so I'm very impressed with that
1: yep I was happy to be able to sit down with them for a good hour. I think it'll be fun having a twin too.
0: Yeah, I think uh, if you have a sibling, but, you know, if you throw them in the dryer and maybe break their arm or something, I don't know. I
1: don't know, I think if um, I had a twin... And then somebody said, hey, don't I know you? Then I could say, I've never seen you before in my life. <laughs> and then I'd say, oh, that they, was my twin. Or if
0: they were fighting, or if they were fighting, and, and they're fighting, and they're like, you're really ugly. But they're twins, though.
1: <laughs> One time, I didn't know that um, there's two. I didn't know this lady had a twin. And so I said, hey, how's it going? And then then I like, um, had this conversation. One of the um, people we work with here at the school and then um, I'd say, yeah, your kid is doing really great. And then um, the next time I'd see this lady, I'd just pick up where we left off and mm-hmm. just give me this confused look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then finally after like a year, she said, I think you're um, confused. You're probably talking about my twin because mm-hmm. that's not my twin. And that's not my kid. And it was <laughs> 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 so this whole year I had this conversation with like, who I thought was one person. Yeah, yeah. But they were too polite to like Same thing. shut me down. Mm. It was It was. I don't know. It was funny.
0: I do that. I say that I have a twin. I don't remember. I <laughs> must be talking about my twin. And they're like, you have a twin? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I was saying about breaking someone's arm in a dryer. let <coughs> uh, is me. Let's, uh, let's uh, talk about that, Jason. No. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: I don't know what you're talking
0: about. Was I, was I talking to
1: your twin? Probably. You're probably (laughs) talking to my twin. (laughs)
0: Uh, I think you got me confused. uh, I think you're talking about my other twin. My other twin?
1: (laughs) um, Did you ever try fizz?
0: I have. I used to use a lot of the Hammer um, Nutrition. I I like their stuff. When I first started running. The wifey, she likes the fizz too. I used a lot of uh, Hammer Gel. That's good stuff. Hammer Nutrition,
1: Perpetulum. Not a lot of sugar either. Mm Mm-mm. Mm -mm. not a lot of sugar so it doesn't affect you that way Mm -hmm. it's good stuff hey should we wrap wrap this up
0: sure is there any can you see if he has calls is that cool can we do that
1: I think he called and left himself a voice message but doesn't know how to play it oh yeah we'll insert that at the end (laughs) (laughs) run like the wind he's gonna say run like the wind yeah the um before we go, I've seen a cool book called Spirit Run. Spirit Run? Yeah, I'm going to read it. It's um, basically this guy's um 6,000-mile run through North Ameri- the North Americas hmm. over stolen land. Wow. His name is Noah Alvarez. Noah Alvarez. Yeah, so if you guys are into that kind of stuff, Spirit Run.
0: Spirit Run.
1: And I'll share that coupon, too.
0: Well, yeah, I would I like, like to try Spring Energy.
1: Yeah, it'll be like... I think it's 15% off.
0: Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. I'll take it. Yep. Sold.
1: All right. Anything else? Nope.
0: Again, it was a really good interview with Mr. Rock himself. Um, Really glad to know him. Really glad to know him.
1: Yep. What, how does Levi end this part of the show? I
0: think he says, run fast, run like the wind, and run with your hair out like Levi does. Run with your hair out. And no shirt on and a breechcloth.
1: No Coronas.
0: And, uh, with Corona.
1: The no Coronas. The no Coronas.
0: <laughs> no Ronas.
1: <laughs> All right, we better...
0: All right. Until next time, stay healthy, wash your hands, be smart about wash your face. where you're going. If your face is greasy, just wipe it up. Don't use paper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if your face is greasy. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Yeah.
1: A greasy Indian face.
0: Make sure you wash your hands for 20 seconds or you can sing happy birthday to yourself two times. Um, these are all good ways of good hygiene. Um, Just like Jason said, cough into your elbow (laughs) (laughs) as he coughs right now into the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jason, you're not taking your advice Uh, very... um, I just now sprayed you. I am now going to go put... With (laughs) Coronas. Hand sanitizer on my hands and my face. All joking
1: aside, man, I hope... That stuff stays away, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. I hope so, too. I really feel like, um, you know, with Matt saying that a lot of his races are canceled, he's, like, prepped and ready to go. Like, he's, like... He's a racehorse. He's he's ready. Like, right now, he could probably torch everybody. And so, to have his races canceled, you know, that kind of puts that out there that uh, the risk of passing those germs on are serious and so a lot of the races will be canceled and a lot of them will be postponed and whatnot and i guess the thing that i'm going to try to say is it's okay continue to do your thing continue to run continue to stay fit stay healthy too. stay healthy eat as much food as you can before it runs out.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Did you score some toilet paper then?
0: I did not yet. I did. We do have, well, I guess, yeah, I have some. We have a lot. Not like, I have some catalogs here if you want to take one. Catalogs? What is that? Oh,
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> like, remember the outhouse? There's always the old See, in Cadillac. Demolition Man,
0: the they series. use the three seashells.
1: Uh, I can't imagine what those are for. Use imagination. Let's, let's Insert end, let's imagination end, here. Let's end this. Okay. All right.
0: Stay brave, stay wild, and we'll see you out there on the trail.
1: Phoenix.